welcome to the first EG Like Sunday morning of 2022. Uh, yes, to revive the name of this podcast predecessor, we are still here as COVID uncertainties persist into a third year, ready as ever to round up the latest goings on in audio form. I may only have one guest with me today, but who could ask for more than editor Sam McClary? Sam, Happy New Year. We, of course, spoke uh, together with some of our colleagues on Christmas morning uh, for our podcast review of 2021, e.g. like Christmas morning, which is still available for your listening pleasure if you haven't caught it yet. But how did the rest of your Christmas go and, and did you manage to have a safe and enjoyable break? I did. Thank you, Jess. I mean, nothing tops spending the morning with with you, Tim and, and Pui and, and Emily and, um, you know, having that conversation just after we'd opened our prezzies exactly. and seeing Tim in his pyjamas, of course, you know, that's the <laughs> highlight of my entire year. Uh, um, but I did have a, a restful break, thank you. And it was a bit soggy, wasn't it, and great, mm. but um, it was um, very pleasant. Lots very of... productive based on some of the photos you've been sharing on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, very productive. It was very Lego-based. As, as it should be yes yeah, so, yeah. Uh, you, you, two lego creations i think is that is that well one i got total? for my one i got for my birthday mm-hmm. which is not long before christmas which was um is now displayed on the wall which was the um uh um lego some lego art which is a mm. map of the world which mm-hmm. had i think nearly 12000 wow. pieces to it but it looks let's hope, awesome. that, let's hope that doesn't fall off the wall i know it looks awesome though and it's so sort of tactile yeah. so it's um it's cool it's just we need to be able to travel again so we can add little mm. little lego flags to it but um so that was pretty good but e- i'm gonna say even better than that because this one involved actual engineering um and i think if i'd been cleverer and could do math i would quite like to be an engineer but i got the lego typewriter ah, which is you know Every journalist needs one. It's on my desk now as I talk to you. Um, it, but are you writing all your leaders this way in, in 2022? I am. If it had ink in it, I would, because <laughs> it's really cool. But it does actually work without ink. It but... gives the satisfying clack of, a, of an old yeah. school. Yeah, and, you know, it goes across and you push it back. Oh, and... nice. Yeah, it's awesome. I thoroughly recommend it. OK, I'll have to drop hints. Uh, so... Uh, you, this is all part you, of my you know. pitch, by the yeah. way, um, Jess, to get the Lego family or Billund, I think, is the the company to to uh, come to an interview with us because they've obviously done they do real mm. life development as well. Yeah. Turned Billund, the town, haven't they, into a very yeah. um, people focused um, place? Yeah, and uh, if you're listening out there, Lego Billund, uh, yeah, we're, we're eager to interview you, or you know, just receive sets for review copies. That 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 will be fine as a yeah. start and then we yeah. can work up towards the interview yeah <laughs> uh so we return to work with a, a slightly shorter week than usual thanks to the bank holiday uh, but has it been a busy one sam it has been busy you know we still have a magazine to put out and mm. um um you know i think news has been lightish but there's been been stuff around i think most people will probably be back um at their home desks or um, from <laughs> uh, from the 10th from tomorrow um but uh you know there has been enough going on enough to certainly fill the pages of eg and keep the keep the web website uh, alive and it's been you know while we are still seeing um case numbers go up with omicron there is 
you know, we started the year with some really positive news in the by the end of 2021 um, in in London anyway, investment was back to mm. back to pre-COVID levels, which is just shows the resilience, I suppose, of of the real estate market and the attractiveness of of the UK market, you know, given its its transparency and um, you know the the really valuable and quality um, stock we have here. Uh, you'll no doubt be pleased to know that there was enough news uh, to put you to the test a little later on with a, with a quiz of the week. I can only win, though, can't You can I? only win, but it's, you're playing for personal pride. Um, but, I love that. Uh, before we ago. get to that, your, your leader this week, you, you've written now, you're not much of a one for looking backwards and uh, you prefer to keep your eyes firmly on the horizon, which is probably a good philosophy for such a keen cyclist. Um but the work uh, you did to review 2021 has, has shaped some of your thoughts for the new year, hasn't it? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I said I don't really like looking back, but I do quite enjoy the reviews of, <laughs> reviews of the year, although they are quite time consuming. But um, I um, just before the new year, I went back through um, all of the uh, editors' comments that myself, Tim and Emily had had written for the mag- for the magazine Um and it was really, in, really interesting, actually, to just see some some real themes come out of come out of what we'd been talking about over over the the year. And I think they were, for me anyway, they felt like really good um, focuses for the for the year ahead. Not only for for us and the content that we write, but clearly for where the industry wants to wants to take itself. You know, I just talked about how. Um, the industry has bounced back, and you know deals are happening, and they happen, and that and kind of real estate knows how to how to do that. And the investment market is always going to turn, the occupational market is always going to turn. The volumes might be a little bit different, but it will always be there. But what is really transforming the industry at the is the other the other stuff. And um, for me, there were um, four key themes that that stood out. Um, looking looking back that I think we should use looking forward and and first among them was leadership um, and um, you'll know because we've talked about it a lot on on the G Night Sunday Morning <laughs> podcast but you know what has been going on at the Ricks was a huge topic of debate um, through 2021 and you know we wrote so much about how you know this institution that is as old or maybe a little bit older than EG even had lost its way you know the leadership had allowed ego to get in in the way and this this body that really should be the proud the most the thing that we're most proud of in real estate Mm. um was the thing that people were actually quite ashamed ashamed of so I think there's a there's a huge amount to be done around what could leadership looks like who are the good leaders out there we saw in David Sleeth at uh, Seagrove be awarded an OBE for you know, and nominated for that OBE by his colleagues because of the way that he'd led that business and 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 um, uh, you know sort of communicates with his with his um, people. So I think there's some really good good work that we can do to help the industry um, with its own leaders and also to lead as an as an industry. So that was one one of those four for me. The next was um, communication. And again, again, something we've talked about a lot on on here that, you know, I don't think that anybody 
certainly anybody in government really listened to mm. real estate last year or at least heard um real estate and it, it continued to be a it's villain hard, it's sometimes hard to find them evidence of listening to anybody <laughs> but, but this is true this is true even the experts um but you know real estate is, is really it's really easy to pick on real estate and sometimes it deserves it but it's mm. you know it's easy to tax it's easy to say oh you know they're um they can they can shoulder um, what is it now? Seven point four billion pounds of unpaid rent. That's all right because it's real estate. They'll be they'll be all right. Um, but that that really really needs to change. You know, these we can't continue to have moratoriums every time there's a a pandemic because there will be more, won't there? Um, and government just needs to understand that if it wants to achieve everything that it set itself targets it absolutely needs real estate by its mm. side and it needs to understand how it works and that it's not a villain actually it could be a you know a, a great assistant to to government on what it wants to achieve so you'll see from from us going forward a lot more around how we can help real estate with that messaging to to government and and getting government to actually actually listen um the third key theme transformation uh, you know we i don't I can, i've lost count of the number of times that we um talked about covid being an accelerant um over the last couple of couple of years but it really has and you know this industry many industries but i think this industry in particular has um transformed phenomenally and will continue to to do so you know the the um, future of the office debate, which I don't think is a debate anymore. It's, you know, it has just changed. This is how life is going to be. There is no, oh, what's going to happen when people come back to work? That Like, th this isn't a fad. This isn't a trend. This is the way life is, you know. The um, acceleration of um, shopping patterns from physical stores to, to on online, the um you know the the sort of technological advancements that that we're seeing all of all of that is going to really change how real estate works how it's valued um how it operates really so there's so much more there so people can expect to see a lot more educational content i suppose from from eg on how to how to manage those those um transitions those transformations so that they can continue to excel at whatever business they're in and then the last one um which is probably my favorite which was um a key theme that came out for me was caring which I, um ah oh, yeah but there was a real moment um, looking back through those through those leaders, where I thought actually this industry it doesn't always get it right, mm. and um, you know yes, there's a lot of work to do still, but there are a growing number of businesses and people that really care about their own people, the people that they are building buildings for, regenerating towns for, and. Um, you know, just creating places for they want to be the very best that they can they can be. And there are a huge number of of people that care about the the planet and what real estate can do to, you know, be the be the champion here and lead by example. And and I think that, you know, that is that is something to take away from 2021 and hold on to that real estate can 
can care and you know that's the sort of things that we should be absolutely championing and showing um the rest of the world that actually this is an industry that has an impact does make a difference and and for me that you know people can i will always champion that as 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 people have probably come to come to know but it just you know that it gives me the warm and fuzzies a little bit which i think we need um particularly in in january well that's that's what eg like sunday morning is for <laughs> uh, bringing the warm and fuzzies every week um and yeah so i'm i'm sure we'll see a wealth of of content uh from from eg that, that addresses those themes and related themes over the year and, and to just kick us right off uh, this week, we, we have our 50 most influential people in build to rent list, uh, which I'm sure is uh, going to get a lot of people talking this week. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's not a it's not necessarily a list of the 50 CEOs in mm. um, BTR. This is a list of 50 influential people. And, and Emma Rossa, our residential editor, has taken a lot of time to make sure that this 50 is a 50 that doesn't just have people you're like oh yeah of course it has people they're like oh oh okay so they might be um you know uh maybe slightly lower down the rungs but they're really making changes in the in mm. the sector and she's worked really hard to showcase um you know diversity across the the sector mm. that this you know this isn't all CEOs it's a it's a a wide and and deep uh, collection of 50 of the very best so if you haven't got them in your in your little black book then definitely um get you know get stalking them on LinkedIn now because these are going to be the people that are really driving this sector sector forward and and we know how much growth there is um coming in in BTR mm-hmm. The 50 most influential, other than Emma Rossa herself, of course. <laughs> other than Emma Ross, don't don't <laughs> say that. She'll hold on to that. <laughs> um, okay, so I did uh, mention earlier that, that there is a quiz this week, before, just for personal pride. Oh, yep. Before the quiz, though, Jess, what, what? Just so you don't get off too easy on on this. <laughs> what about what about from the legal and professional sphere? How's um, how's 2022 looking from from that perspective? Well, uh, we um, are very much looking forward uh, to the details about the arbitration scheme uh, coming forward. That's going to be one of the, the major things um, early on this year and, and looking at to what extent that is going to help resolve the the 7.4 billion debt mountain that you mentioned earlier on. Um, I think uh, it, has certainly, it has a limited application to, to lockdown periods, so it's, it's going to leave an awful... Uh, lump of that some uh, still up for grabs in, in litigation and uh, you know we've got some some major cases that that were heard at first instance last year that are coming to appeal this year on some of the CVA challenges and the unpaid rent um, disputes including Trocadero so we have some 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 of these COVID issues reaching the higher courts where things can really get interesting because mm. you know the uh, People can uh, judges can can be that a little bit more creative the higher up you go. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll look forward to that. But obviously, that's it's going to be pretty dominant, I would say, in a lot of our coverage um, this year. Uh, so yeah, and all the usual uh, wonderful stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, so yeah, keep keep uh, keep your eyes on on the legal and professional section for for all the updates on that. Um, but yes, so for personal pride only, Sam. 
Uh, okay. Here is the quiz of the week. So as you mentioned earlier on, uh, we did report this week that combined investment in central London offices in 2021 did reach pre-COVID levels, equaling the 2019 total and, of course, far outstripping 2020. But I'm going to ask you the number. I'm going to ask you the number. That's right. What was the figure according to Cushman and Wakefield? The number was... Is it... I'll was give you it, to the closest billion. Was it 12 billion? It was 12 point... Want to take a guess? Five. 12.3. Close okay. enough. I'll give you the point. What's, what's, what's I just three? bought what's a 200 million pound building. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, question two. Real Star has paid 91 million pounds for which fragrantly named BTR scheme in North Acton? Fragrantly. Oh. Fragrantly named. Look, I was so kind to Emma Rossa earlier and now I can't remember her story. Well, you know, she produces so many of them. You can't, you can't yeah. remember them all. Fragrantly, I'm going to say Rose. Uh, it is Telford Homes' perfume factory. Oh. Uh, yes, so one out of two. So uh, we've got a couple of uh, fill-in-the-blank questions for you. Uh, question three, blank boss was council's highest earner. Oh. Blank boss was council's highest earner. This is the story that, isn't it being, is it being demolished now? Uh, it is set to be demolished uh, beginning in the next uh I think they, they they take some of the bits down on on next week and then properly demolished from a couple of weeks time, but it's going to take about four months, remarkably. So I'm sure the very wonderful Alex Daniel will rush down there and grab a piece of the mound just yes, so he can posterity. have it next to his computer as he writes stories not about the mound anymore. <laughs> yes, uh, that is correct. The the key word is mound, mound boss. This is the news that the director responsible for the Marble Arch mound, Elad Eisenstein earned a whopping £220,000 salary prior to leaving his role in autumn. Uh, nice work. If you can get it, I'm sure you'll agree. Uh, That's almost as four. much as my daily rate, Jess. Imagine. <laughs> uh, question four. Dark days and blank. This is a two-word blank. Dark days and blank. Dark days and... And this Stormy is, Waters? Well, this is the wonderful Piers Wainer's interview oh, with the yes. Ambassador Theatre Group's new property director, oh, James yes. Bradshaw, if well, that helps. It was. Um, oh, do you know what? We um, uh, did this before Christmas um, uh, to save ourselves not having to pull our <laughs> hair out too much on the two days we had to put the magazine together. It's something, it must be something about curtains, but I can't remember. Uh, it is dark days and bright lights. Bright lights. So two out of four. And now I'm very confident you're going to finish this quiz with three out of five. Uh, in which virtual playground ah, can yeah. would-be digital property magnates get a piece of the iconic property One Times Square? That is Decentraland. It is Decentraland. Which uh, I really don't understand. <laughs> Like, I've got a Lego typewriter, and that's about as high-tech as I get. Yeah, it's, it's essentially Lego that doesn't exist, isn't it? I mean, it, kind of. Yeah. I mean, I'd buy a Lego one times square. Oh, yeah. Again, if you're listening out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, come hit, hit us up. They do, make, they, they do make iconic landmarks, so, you know. They do. Don't you have one? Uh, I have Big Ben, which formerly was resident in, in the EG office. 
for a time. Don't you have the um, Colosseum? Oh, Can I do have. Get... Oh, I know. No, yeah, I do. I just haven't. I, I have it in in thousands of small pieces yet to be built. Uh, <laughs> that I think is going to be, uh, yeah, the uh, the next few bleak months. <laughs> the Colosseum will take place, and and I now have the Daily Bugle as well. So that's yeah. another another uh, fictional landmark. I, a, a word of caution on the Lego art that like popping those little buttons on, you mm. do get RSI in your thumb. Okay, so lots of Just, little sessions, not not. Yeah, don't don't binge it. I can't I can't help myself but binge. But um, <laughs> yeah, I advise against it. Do you have anything else on your on your project list? No, no, oh. I'm, I, like I've done it all now. Now, okay. so and maybe the um, what the Star Wars thing, the Atat. Oh, cool. That looks pretty pretty good. But I think I might need to remortgage the house to to get that. Unless Lego, or, you're listening, and yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> fingers crossed uh well thank you very much sam for for starting the year with us is it people time? out there it is time you have been listening to eg like sunday morning because it's eg eg like sunday morning 22 we still haven't been sued <laughs> i mean because no one can get to the end of me singing it without their ears bleeding <laughs>